This is the Friday Morning Frequencies and San Francisco Community Radio in the house taking over. I'm going to play the beginning of your poet's playlist, though, and then we'll come on back. Kamasi Washington's The Changing of the Guard, and I think... Do you want to introduce that for us? Yeah, I mean, that that particular piece uh, inspired uh, the entire poem, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals. So I think that's a really good place to start us off with. Most excellent. Again, this is the Friday Morning Frequencies, KXSFLP San Francisco. Stay tuned for Mimi Tempest and prepare to be blown away. <laughs> KXSF in the house.
And that was, of course, Changing of the Guard from Kamasi Washington, the incredible uh, epic, uh, the epic, um, and the first track on our Poets playlist for this morning here on the Friday Morning Frequencies. Uh, I am honored again uh, on this inaugural kind of first Friday poet. Usually we have my second Sunday's poets come through and, and I'm really uh, honored and blessed. But I do want to say first that um, San Francisco uh, Community Radio here, KXSF 102.5, is underwritten by Old Jerusalem, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 16 years in the heart of the mission and their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights ranging from lamb, mansaf, shawarma, kebabs, to vegetarian dishes like falafel and homemade hummus. Plus, their famous dessert, kanafa, made in-house on a traditional cast iron griddle. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission at 26th Street just two blocks from 24th Street Bard in San Francisco. Thank you, Old Jerusalem, for supporting community radio, and thank you all for tuning in to this Friday morning frequency. Again, as I say, our inaugural First Friday Poet. I am honored to be with Mimi Tempest, a multidisciplinary artist, poet, a daughter of California. After an MA in literature at Mills College, she's currently uh, working on a, a doctoral dissertation and such at the crea in uh, creative critical literature at UC Santa Cruz with a bit of a visual and hip-hop and curatorial and all kind of practice on the side or uh, you know amazing amazing artist in in so many ways you know you've been called the fifth poetic element by mutual yeah, friends that's just size <laughs> term for me <laughs> It is, it. it is, it is, you know, you, you are a force of nature in readings, and I've heard you a couple of times, just a, an amazing reader, an amazing writer, an amazing thinker, and a Thank lot you. of incredible sort of theory and politics and, and just um, decolonialism, shall we say, because <laughs> yeah. we can, uh, right, wrapped up in all of that, and her debut collection of poems, which maybe we'll get into a little bit, I, I know I have some questions about that for sure. The Monumental Misrememberings was published by Co-Conspirator Press in 2020. Her second book, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals, is just out, and City Lights book really 
transformative and sometimes disruptive and yes. always yes. beautiful words. Mimi, thank you for coming through. Thank you for having me, Bob. I'm excited to be here. Right on. So yeah, changing of the guard. Maybe you know this this was inspiring. This the the title poem of of your new collection and. Um, Tell me again a little bit. I mean, you, you represent a new wave, maybe, feels like. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of responsibility, but well, I, I hope know. so. I, I'm, I'm responsible enough to take that on, for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah that, that piece uh, helped with the beginning of the delicacy of embracing spirals. Um, I wrote that, my whole piece, in, in three sessions. It was like a three-day, like, I don't know, romp or a three-day love affair, just pontificating and pontificating in, the, in this particular piece and it was changing of the guard that helped start with the thinking and the movement and the sound so for sure that piece is monumental to me yeah. well this, this is a monumental bit of work um i you know i dug into it and i it's yeah it's a, an incredible work just out on city lights press the yeah. delicacy hot of embrace off hot off the press yeah have it in my hand, so should you, um, out there in Radio Land. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, tell us a, tell us a little bit about that book, and I want to go back in the past as we talked about a little bit and get some background. Uh, yeah, bringing I mean, this book to the fore—it's been a couple years. Ooh, I mean, spi spirals. Uh, let's see, spirals is a complete departure from monumental misrememberings. I. Um, I found myself wanting to change my footing. I'm, I'm big on, on studying um, sports, so like mm. boxing and, and tennis and basketball. I grew up in a big basketball family. And with spirals, I said, I have to change my footwork. I have to do something different. I have to change my thinking. I have to change my uh, uh, approach to language. And um, I have to get a little bit more honest, I guess you could say, in this work than I did in my previous work if the... Uh, monumental misrememberings is the body then the spirals is all about the spirit mm. um, and that's what this book is it's an evolution of the spirit um, and all forms of myself as the speaker as the poet as the artist but also all the forms and, 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 and critiques and observations of society as a whole so it's just a weaving and in and out that's constantly happening throughout this book and I'm really excited about it it's a, sometimes I, I I read certain parts of it I'm like I don't know what the fuck I was uh, excuse me I don't know what the heck I was talking excuse about us, yeah sorry <laughs> I don't know what the heck I was talking about um but um I'm glad I'm, I'm proud of this work and I, my my intention it's out of my hands at this point the the world will do with it what they want but my intention is to get as many people to read it and um, to see themselves and see the world in a way um, that's familiar and also disruptive as possible mm, yeah it's a, it's a journey and it's an amazing excuse my language that's okay. <laughs> we made the apology okay that's yeah. um so maybe you could start with giving us yeah. the delicacy of spirals. So so sit down, folks. Get comfortable. <laughs> this is going to be a, a long poem, but really a brilliant one. Thank and you. Thank you for coming through. This is Mimi Tempest reading uh, in the delicacy, the delicacy of spirals. All right. So the the delicacy of uh, embracing spirals duplicates a foreign tendency to graft the landscape it dizzies itself to become peer pressured grows through movement as time the foot 
following the other makes steps sound like wind howling all i ever have be be the roundabout draining through the concept of a mind a brain bears logic when magic decides to leave the room i'm barely in my body i forget to conjure here i hone frequencies out of possibilities masquerading as sundays i take up space I take up moons, I swallow ecstasies, I grin big, forget a face is what trains the world's eyes to fancy allergies, a meteor crash of a serious self, like how drunk and high and heartbroken the streets gonna leave me every weekend. Laugh at the menstrual showcase of a conscious being, who you gonna be today, the tenacity, fingering fiction of the human condition, whose face you gonna sing today, linger to Bella without teeth. Aligned to a cosmic counseling, fly not to think, blend not to blur, the lines of irrefutable irony, the x-ray of a melancholic poet, drug-addled, drunken demon, dreary drowning, desperate without cause, who you gonna be today? Greet them at the astral, tell them it was all a lie, tell them this form is a second, tell them to dread the spiraling, to enhance the spiraling, to force the spiraling, to manifest the spiraling, to embrace the spiraling, to distract the spiraling, to ride the spiraling, to stop the spiraling, to obliviate into madness and laugh at the fickle trickster who knows when to disappear into it all. I forget to laugh during the descent. The insane self, the same question, take it all too seriously. The iridescent subject, the channeler, the menace, the griot, the society, and the society barking back at itself. Brisk a dozen talks only to kill the self. I was never here. I am never here the here is never here the moment counts down to consent singularity in the electrodes of a heart monitor charred teeth charred soul frozen nodes of fate awaiting the weight of its own feather and heart who are you gonna be today at the center of infinite the body proclaimed a black girl child each phase of puberty pronounced a testimony of humanity yet the audience wasn't sold in the performance per chance power be in the voice of the child a pistol trigger warning the child wields an entity a fury through gritted teeth the eye be collapsing a primordial judgment to step foot on porous ground philosophical onto extortion burning passion onto exploitation violent for preservation be the rage don't perform it wear the rage don't let it get stuck break the rage don't fold it fiend the rage don't fantasize surrender the rage don't personalize drift the rage don't escape stir the rage don't let it build feminize the rage don't father it transcend the rage don't let it become you skull fallacies only to tell the truth be human always but godless to your enemies be an enemy and reveal your palms to none appeal to none and let your greatness parade for the masses all the forces testifying for me to spit on laps forget that my gums have been numb for a pair of eight weeks i witnessed my foes erode to bloodlust every tasteless invariant attempt to harm my spirit will make a star out of me i never needed nor wanted and in in the first place it's a machiavellian setup that can never humble the god behind my tongue who you gonna be tomorrow reveal too much say nothing at all fish for compliments in a sea of sharks dress finally only to let the wolves rip you to shreds prance in their clothing every sunday become a dusted metaphor or two pretend to be a writer fancy yourself a rock star scoff at the ridiculousness of a principled poet you hear the spoken word slam they ain't saying nothing at all. Disappear into the key of destroy. Flat gaslight. The imagination. Gaslight. Your mama. Gaslight. The city. Gaslight. Bob. <laughs> gaslight. The you that plays Hayoka on stage. Gaslight. The audience. Gaslight. Your sisters. Gaslight. The one man without a soul who claims to be your gaslight. The city again. Gaslight. The stage again. Pretend to have a name again. Pretend to have 
a name again pretend to have a name a name a name a name again 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 me me applause oh, do it again do it again 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 hide in the symbol of the nucleus transcend the spiral die fiercely only to be born again in the margins of this third eye a monarch butterfly exercises the feeling of you to be blossomed out of chaos honor 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 the softness that craves to emanate from you i i care enough to um to observe the spectacle of myself charred innocence lingers its eyes into slumber camouflage youth impertinent to maturation fly north the eucalyptus Forget the previous iteration of a soul's territory. Aim to testify upwards at the sky. Build this life as a temporary home. Chime exhales brew a prolonged death. Cry for no more here or what was and what is. And cry for no more what is or what was. And cry no more here what is, what is, what is, what is, what is, what is, what was, what was, what is, what it was. And what migrates a heartbeat of endless topography. The truest shape of me conquers into regeneration. There are no values stationary in this grace. Just an ounce of face daring to smile itself into oblivion in order to heal except the close proximity to annihilation. Your nearest deathbed is a mirror. It looks a lot like my eyes. Depart from ego. Design a framework composed of lotus bloom and let your cynicism dissipate. Magic. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to clap. There's an audience here, but I'm just going to clap. Um, that was an incredible reading, and it was really... Um, Again, fun to hear you as a as a spoken word artist and a poet, um, and a, a hip hop artist, as well, which we we'll get into in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, to to hear the, the 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 readings, which were stunning, and that reading was really stunning, and that the poem, reading it from the page as well, because it's a really interesting dynamic. The two of those in this book and in the monumental mm -hmm. misrememberings, um, really beautiful. Um, yeah, the, just you. the way the written word is 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 translated there, and and how you use your visual t talents and mm -hmm. your, vi your 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 sense of arrangement on the on the printed page, um, you know the, those agains as they stre stretch out and make beautiful um, imagery. Thank you. With both in the in the ear and on the page as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. Yeah. It's it's definitely a, an ongoing um, dance, and that's why I I, I listen to a lot. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a child of hip hop, but it's jazz that really informs like how I play with sound, both on the page and on stage. So mm -hmm. they seem like like we were talking about earlier, like distant cousins. So I'm I'm going back and forth between yeah. both of them to to make a poetry that that feels um, innate to myself. Yeah, well, I mean that feels like such a beautiful and a deeply personal poem about how I represent and how I show up and, and, and all the struggles that that entails. I mean, right. all that is in that book. And um, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, about how you r represent that in your work. I mean, I know that's a giant sort of question. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, from, from the monumental misrememberings, which, you know, confronts sort of the white and dominant culture, yays, it really 
remembers, you know, people lost and 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 and, and silenced and misremembered and all of that. From um, and and this this piece of work, to me, as I read through it, um, takes the form of a play, really, and mm -hmm. takes the form of these masks and these roles that are both, you know, that, that, that we, we play and that the artist will play. Yeah. Um, and moves you through that in, a, in an amazing way, through these acts. Um, tell me a little bit about that expression for you, like kind of the struggle of being an artist and kind of representing in the way that you do. Yeah, I, I mean, I, if going back and then going forth, if, if the monumental misrememberings is all about what happens to... Um, the black body or the black femme body once the gaze has landed itself and told its own narratives about uh, the expectation of, of that identity, then Spirals is really invested in the constant negotiation of how to survive. Mm. Um, and all of the necessary masks and um, asks and um, levels of oneself that that not only I have to, I or the speaker has to negotiate with themselves, but negotiate with the world. Mm -hmm. So that again part is like, Mimi, you're fascinating. Please <laughs> let me exploit you. To you know, mm -hmm. but it's also like, I, Mimi, you're fascinating. Um, you know, I see you for an idea of yourself, not yourself wholly. So the book is 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 just these acts and these performances and these characters, these archetypes. It's just constant. It's just it's a long, ongoing spiral of negotiations mm. that are constantly happening. Yeah. Um, I think it's relatable because I feel like everyone is negotiating with their humanity in in the state of in the function of the world that we live in. So I wanted to make a work that was the most <laughs> painfully human project uh, project as possible like mm. it's i wanted this to be annoyingly human <laughs> you know to the point where you can't escape either your darkness or lightness or escape all of the selves that you often um want to tuck away so um that, that that's that's part of what's going on in this book and also this notion of performance um i got that from my mentor trong tran who is a icon out here, a, a poet icon, Vietnamese um, poet in, in San Francisco, and he's always talking about um, the performance or the expectation of performance for poets of color um, or artists of color. So I found myself negotiating with his uh, ideas that he's implemented with me and, and how can I blow up the stage, um, uh. but also simultaneously understand that I too and we all are on are on stages because we're all forced to contend with the white gaze with white uh, systems of oppression mm -hmm. so yeah it's all about negotiation <laughs> yeah. it's not all about it but most of this book is a constant negotiation of how to survive really and how to survive well and represent and, and change things really right. because the I mean the the the, the undercurrent of this is is making change and to and to recognize the truth and to move forward from there yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and also understand that um the identity i don't think is a monolith it's not it's not a fixed mm -hmm. uh thing it's 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 a very queer queer uh existence you know mm -hmm. to, to me for me being black is to be queer mm. or uh, queerness and blackness are synonymous and 
black people, whether they are identify as gay or bisexual or whatever their gender representation is, are constantly having to negotiate um, with their identity and put on several masks in order to survive. So what does that look like for me in particular? And how can others, the question becomes, how can others um, identify their own mask? And some people don't realize they're performing mm -hmm. because they've had to survive for so long. So I, I was interested in figuring out what my masks were and, and putting them to the forefront. A lot of subconscious, Jungian uh -huh. um, motivations or practices behind bringing this book to the forefront as well. Well, in the, in, as we move through this book, it's, we, we, we're in a play. We're in that, that play of survival and that play of existence mm -hmm. and of, of self-representation. And, and I, in the end, you, you come, there's dial, wonderful dialogues Thank between you. Emmett Till and, and Jesus. Jesus Christ. And yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, uh, um, and, and also, also kind of the embodiment of different types of, of the black poet, mm -hmm. really. the, the, the life poet, the love poet, the death poet. Yeah. I mean, one should read the work, really, to, to get there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I mean, talking about poetry is, you know, like, you know, writing about sex or whatever. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's a but dance. It is a dance. And, and um, yeah, so talk to me about those, those, the, the, the ending of that book, how those mm -hmm. dialogues happen, because it is really profound. And then maybe we could move into some other poem, perhaps. Yeah. And I'll have to take a break in a second, and we can get back and... All right, sounds good. I was actually very nervous about this the second act. I wasn't sure that um, Garrett Caples and Elaine Katzenberg were going to say yes to the second act. Uh -huh. But um, Elaine read it, Garrett read it, and they said, we absolutely love this. We, we cannot not have this. Mm. Um, but the process of it was um, I wanted to make fun of the first act. Mm. I feel like the first act is a very, at least my observation, others will have different opinions. But for me, the first act is kind of like a stereotypical, like, oh, I'm this black, sad <laughs> woman <laughs> who's been through so much in life, right? And I wanted to get to the second act and kind of point out the performance of the first act. Mm -hmm. Like, this whole notion of uh, you seeing me, you thought you, you thought you saw me in the first act. And we get to the second act, it's like, no, I've been watching you this whole time. <laughs> and... Um, it's up to you to decide if you believe uh, what I've written or not. Um, but uh, the, the the different iterations of the poets and Jesus Christ and Hayoka is, is probably the hardest mm -hmm. character I've ever written, the hardest thing I've ever written in my life. Um, to kind of branch off and then come back, Hayoka is actually um, a love child between between uh, George Carlin and um, Dave Chappelle. Wow. I, for an entire summer, I studied how to write a stand-up piece, mm -hmm. and between those two, I created Hayoka. Um, and I really wanted to dive in into like these multiplicity of selves that could possibly exist in me mm -hmm. um, through all of these characters. And I got, I don't, I just, it's funny because Jesus Christ and Emma Till are. An, an extension of the imagine of imagination of Hayoka. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, how can I create uh, universes within universes, um, within characters, within archetypes, and, and how can I blow it up to its max mm -hmm. as much as possible? And it's really a setup, the whole book. From the beginning to the end, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm sticking you for your pockets the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and we were happy to give it up. You oh, know what I'm saying? I mean, what else could you do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
awesome. That's where the second act is going. And I, I really suggest that people read it because the second act for me is the most fun part. Mm. Well, it's, it's definitely a journey. And, um, I, you know, I want, I want to just say I need to take care of a minute of business since it's about 1036 already. Most definitely. And um, I'm here. So, again, we're, we're talking with a poet and theorist and hip-hop artist Please. and actress and, uh, <laughs> and, and a and. very – and, and. The, 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 the hyphenates are abounding here, and, and we're very pleased and honored that that's, that's the case. Um, so, um, yeah, what do I need to do? I need to just let you know that uh, KXSF is um, – is is doing a bunch of stuff coming up and we're ha we just had our trivia night but we're always in need of your support so it's the ask it's the role of hitting you up for money now here out there on radio land <laughs> right. and uh i need to need to say you know check us out at kxsf dot uh, fm slash support if you can hit the donate button um there are all sorts of uh great stuff going on there's an art walk oh this when is that? Oh, uh, this Saturday, actually. No, this Saturday we're having an amazing benefit. The Digital Rock Garden is throwing down at Asiento at 2730 21st. That's this Saturday, tomorrow, in fact, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Your Monday night DJ on the Alibi, Della Fuaca, is going to be there. Silent J, Skippy, and your crew from the Digital Rock Garden. So come on through. Make sure you do that and uh, support KXSFLP San Francisco. And again, I'm with the, uh, the poet and the author and the multi-hyphenate creative genius that is Mimi Tempest. Um, and maybe you could read us another poem from that, from maybe moving into that. Yeah. It's poet's choice here. And then, then we got to talk about hip hop. We've been, we've been hitting at it. We could always talk about hip hop. I'm going to read a shorter, uh, a shorter piece. Um, I have an obsession with uh, Lin Din. Uh, he's an, old, an older poet, and he's kind of like a canceled poet. Um, mm. I don't like that language, but he is. But I wrote this piece because I think, or I believe, that um, there's a poet. There's poets who take their their politic um, to the edge of obsession and damnation so much so that. Uh, they're able to observe the mess in the world, but not observe the mess within themselves. So I feel, I, uh, through Linden, I was able to write this piece, and it's called Go Where You Don't Belong, After Linden. I found myself tongue-tied while asking the critic how to become a giant. He mumbled a premeditated scripture on meditation. He couldn't conjure a feeling for a saint trapped in a tree. I glimpsed familiar faces in his kind of devil. Little did he care to understand. I borrowed his silence as a commodity. His language landed on me. This new scene, a sentencing trying to break free. Maybe he had nothing genuine to offer. I've never been entitled to much. This wasn't my first meeting at the crossroads, and it won't be my last. I've hopped off of faster dying trains. I've got everything I know and nothing to lose. Mm. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
And you know that that's from the first section. So yeah. again, kind of that that more serious, like you know, kind of the exposition of of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Act one versus the rowdiness and the <laughs> and the chaos the of the chaos act two. Of act two. <laughs> um, but you know, let's get into the chaos a little bit. I mean, some of that you know, you came up in L.A. and and um, I one of my standard questions, which I always find interesting, is so was there how did you get into the spoken word? I mean, as a youngster, as a youth coming up, what what inspired you to begin this journey? Mm. What was the was there mentors was or was there the journey? You know, yeah, I, I'll I'll give you the <laughs> I'll give you the uh, what do they call it the the the, the footnotes version or the quick yeah, version? Yeah, the, yeah, it's a long story. I'm sure. Yeah, no, yes, we'll get it in a memoir one of these days. But um, uh, you know, I was always. Uh, I don't like this language again, but I've, I was always spotted as, as being gifted uh, in language and literature as, as a child. So I always had a, a talent for writing. So as, as, as I mean, as young as seven, I was always, I always had a, a notebook and a, 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 a pen. Um, uh, in high school, I went to Fairfax High School in Los Angeles, and that was it's a very creative high school. They have a great drama program, great poetry program, and um, great creative arts program. And I uh, was really at the helm of participating in that uh, throughout you know the, 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 that time of my life. Um, it was very informative. I was actually out of high school. I was, and I'm so grateful that this happened. At the time, I felt like a failure, but um, now looking back at it, I'm super grateful. I was actually supposed to go to Barnard after, out of high school, um, but my parents. We weren't poor, but they're, you know, I'm one of five siblings. I'm the oldest, um, but my parents couldn't afford to send me to New York. So I ended up doing uh, an alternative route when it came to school. And I stayed in Los Angeles. I ended up going to Cal State LA, but it was during that time where I discovered the underground of Los Angeles. It was the queer parties. It was the the drag queens. It was the DJs, the promoters. The the I call them street rats. It, it, it was like, it was probably the funnest. That's not a word, but the, it was the best, uh, most informative um, time of my life because around that time. All the people, all the artists that I hung out with didn't have a lot of money, but we had our imagination. And that education, growing up um, at, you know, through Mustache Mondays, um, through all those parties, performing in front of people uh, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning for like 50 bucks in order to have gas in my car, like food to eat the next day. Like That level of, of hustle is what informed uh, a lot of what I am uh, today. So, you know, something that seemed as a rejection early in my life ended up turning into the greatest blessing because the type of artists that I was introduced to were just so innovative. You know, when you have nothing, you could create anything. So it's that that notion, that, that foundation that really pushes everything that I do until this day. Yeah. And it, it, there we go. Turn me up. <laughs> and, and, and we turn, and, and it, it turned you to hip hop too. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have a couple of albums out, and we yeah. were t- we were talking off mic about okay, when's the next album? <laughs> yeah, right. A question you get <laughs> often. That's the that's the the standard Mimi question. When's the next EP? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm doing a PhD. Please, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, like thank you. Right? 
I just please. <laughs> it's got a second book. Please let me yeah, yeah, let me think. <laughs> exactly. So so tell me about. Yeah, I mean, hip hop clearly, you yeah. know, you know, for so many and forms that that the, the performance and the and, and the rhythms and the, and everything of 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 new poetry and poetry for you. Yeah. And so and coming up in the in the queer in that in that drag queen scene and that that. that Beautiful fierceness, right? Yeah. That, that clearly, if you've, if you've, ever, again, we're going to tell when, when you can actually see Mimi live. <laughs> You'll she's see a fierce reader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I come with, I come with the presence. I walk with the energy of a goddess. At least that's my intention every time I, I jump on a mic. Hundred percent. Um, and that's I, I learned that from back then. It, and I actually was like a battle rapper. Like I had to, you know, I was com I wasn't competing. I was competing with the boys. I was competing with everybody. I had a chip on my shoulder back then. I'm much calmer than I am now. Um but, you know, that I was like I was raunchy. I was just like in your face. I was like I'm going to say what the if I have to say and and that's where my artistry came from. Like that 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 grunge, that punk, that like hip hop, like that um it's because it's because I had something to prove, you know, I, it was mm. so angry and life was just like happening. And, it, you know, as much as the underground informed me, you also have to live in the underground. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of lifestyle really um, informed me. And it was hip hop that saved me. Mm. It was hip hop. It was the the act of creating music of rhyming i always wanted to be a, a, a published author but i wasn't um bold enough or I, I didn't feel um i didn't feel comfortable enough to do it so hip-hop was the answer hmm. so it was through hip-hop that i was able to save myself and but also develop my skills on another level you got to think differently when you're battling another another artist you know, you got to be on your toes differently. So that level of in, innovation and experimentation um, is it was my education. So hip hop and this learning how to make an EP, mm. learning how to make an album. I always tell my students at Santa Cruz or if I'm teaching a workshop, they're like, well, how do you how do you do, develop a manuscript? I said, go listen to an album. Mm -hmm. How does how does the album start? How does it end? What is the middle part? What are the themes? You know, what is it sonically doing at different points? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, I didn't know you could, yeah, listen mm -hmm. to music. Yeah. You know, the best albums are really good manuscripts. Mm -hmm. So that 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 information, that, that, that education, really, uh, hip-hop is, is my, and for, forever will be, uh, my teacher. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we play, tell us about the track we ch you chose and we chose, <laughs> yeah. actually, because we were like, well, what, what should we play from that? that part of your life and yeah. uh, and tell us about this uh, amazing uh album um and uh, uh we got tongue out yeah. Ode to the goddess kali kali um, yes. and, and yeah i mean coming with that i mean really it felt like when i've seen you read such a such an evocation of the energy you bring mm -hmm. to the reading and to mm -hmm. the to the place yeah i mean kali uh, especially tongue out was an evocation of the dark feminine energy that I walk with. Mm. Um, it's it's a just it's a destroyer energy. You know, it's a it's a warning shot to everyone uh, who was entering rough diamond the album. Like whatever you thought I was previously, I'm entering into something new, and 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 I'm not afraid to shed off old skin, the rough uh, 
uh, hard un uh, what do you call it like unpressured or not unpressured or un uh, what do you do what do you, what do you call it bob when the diamonds are like rounded out and they're nice mm. like smooth yeah, I'm not... they're smoothed out. yeah no 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 yeah it's, 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 there's nothing smooth about this uh, the this album so mm. that evocation of kali was like the evocation of the roughness and, but also the beauty of, of being right. a diamond being a diamond and and coming with that guy that's yeah i'm not afraid of it absolutely <laughs> so let's hear that let's this do is, it this is <laughs> from rough diamond this is tongue out an ode to the goddess kali KXSFLP, San Francisco. Tom's the one that made me tougher. It also made me misbehave. It's just me and my tongue out. And the ego I can never. The ego I won't ever. The ego I can never. The ego I can never say. And that was, well, I'm going to play this later, but uh, we had to have it in the background. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, a great new album of, of sort of queer, uh, queer dance hall out of Canada, in fact. Pine. This is poom poom poetry, but we're, we'll come on back to that one maybe as, uh, as coming out. <laughs> Well, we'll do. We'll definitely make sure you hear that on the way out, you know. Um, but not your exit music because you chose some amazing, amazing tracks. Um, yeah, bringing that that reading energy, like that that really feels like that the the Kali energy that you bring. It's both disruptive and as all destruction, it's sort of creative as well. Like you know, clearing the ground and also, you know, lancing the boils and moving forward and just you know all of those things. In your reading, and um, you've, you've got a bunch of stuff coming up. The book is just out. Again, we're speaking with Mimi Tempest, incredible poet, 
incredible uh, artist, multidisciplinary artist, um, whose whose poetry work includes a whole lot of visual art as well in, in places, and love to get to that too. But uh, worth checking out the new book, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals, just out on City Lights Press. And you have a bunch of readings where people can see you you know, manifest this amazing energy. Tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you. I want to um, cordially invite everyone uh, who is tuned in right now to the October 19th reading at City Lights. It'll be hosted in the main room. And uh, not only will I read uh, several of my works uh, from this book, but I also will be in conversation with Trong Tran, another poet icon from San Francisco. So October 19th, 6 p.m., City Lights main room. It's going to be a fabulous time. And then following that, on October 28th, we're throwing a Halloween party (laughs) at Medicine for Nightmares. That'll be at 7 p.m. And that will be a powerhouse reading. I mean, I have Dr. Ayadeli, the Oakland Poet Laureate. I have Darius Simpson, who's another powerhouse out here in in the Bay Area. Josiah Luis Alderete. Toya Groves, uh, uh, let's see, I just, the, the list goes on, Soledad uh, con uh Hector, son of Hector, Trong Tran, and myself, and it's a Halloween party, so please, come in your costumes. Uh, <laughs> I, saw, yeah, I saw that lineup, and I was like, wow, that's going to be uh, such an amazing reading, I mean, yeah. how are you going to fit all that energy in one bookstore, let alone the mission, I mean, the mission uh, just right, right. on it's, that one bookstore. And it's in the mission. You know, I have faith that the, the, the energy of the ancestors and the ghouls and the ghosts and, you know, all the spirits in between worlds will be present with us and will carry us along the way. <laughs> so. That's most excellent. Um, yeah, so I wanted to to talk about uh, the the, curator- the visual and the curatorial practice because it seems mm-hmm. like such a big part of both books, but re- Monumental Misrememberings mm-hmm. especially. There's so much use of of diagramming and 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 non I don't, I don't want to say non-literary but you know it's like non-word mm-hmm. kind of work like you know that whole thing of strike through texts and naming stuff and and then knocking it out and um all the spacing the beautiful layout that's 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 incredible as you heard in the in the delicacy of embracing spirals the poem earlier like how that translates to the written page is really interesting both visually and, and conceptually. Yeah. So there's a lot there. Talk about integra- how you integrate all those, that diagramming, that art, that visual impulse into your work. It's incredible stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, Lord. I, it all goes back to that initial underground time. I mean, I was responsible, not only did I throw parties, but I was responsible for making the flyers and, um, um, designing the uh the space you know uh doing what do you call uh, uh it was what do you do when you design spaces uh, installation work yeah like house. installation and I, that that you you never think you think in your head you're like oh i'm throwing a party and i need to make the the visual space <laughs> as nice as possible but you realize that after three four years of doing that you know what a vision what vision what, how to make a vision of something and it was that informal learning of, of having to make flyers and, and and having to do stuff like that where i became kind of obsessed with the conceptual and visual art mm. and trong 
going back to Mills and Trong, Trong is also a big visual artist. And I, I, I learned under him for a long time. And he was the one, I wouldn't say that gave me the permission, but it said like, well, you already have this skill. You might as well play it up all the way mm. as much as possible. And it was through that learning with him, but also my um, earlier um instances of having to design spaces and design flyers and visuals and representations and stuff like that that i came to um the monumental misrememberings of visual poems that and i i don't mm, that's not the word i i don't like uh i i don't feel i don't feel um readily um, it's not accepted, but I don't, I don't feel readily um, trained as a poet like everyone else. Mm. You know, I feel like my contemporaries have a more uh, academic and um, structural introduction into poetry. And I've been kind of like the outlier um, all my life. So I, I, I hope and my, my, my vision for my work is to always be as unique to myself as much as possible and Part of the first book was to dive into visual poetry and conceptual work in a way that was um, special to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's yeah such a, a brilliant and beautiful um, mixture of of genres, and I mean it's 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 not uncommon, but I think you use it in such a um, incredibly powerful way. I, I was thinking about your reading of of the book and like how people are channeling the rage and just how those were set on the page as I read mm-hmm. through with you reading, you know, the, the, it's, it's uh, worth checking out. And again, embrace yeah. the, uh, the delicacy of embracing spirals is yeah. out on city lights press and you should go buy the book. You should go them. grab it. Get your copy. <laughs> get your copy. <laughs> um, uh, I need to take a minute and I, maybe we should do a, a little break and yeah. uh, I need to, um, do some more business before the hour is up, which is like, you know, coming soon. Um, uh, do you want to go out with the, we're not going out. We're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have, have, have a poem or two more, I think. But, uh, you sent me some amazing, um, songs. Yeah. What should, what, what should we go from your poets playlist now? You know, I'm really feeling lush life uh, right now. Um, that would be good to hear. Yeah. Nina Simone, a beautiful Leonard Cohen song from 1969's yeah. To Love Somebody. This is, uh... Oops. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Lush Life. That's, that's, oh, we could that's do, Suzanne. No, we could I'm do sorry. Suzanne by uh, uh, Nina. No, no, no. Let's, let's, which would you prefer? I don't know why I jumped into that. It's I, all I good. I, let's do Suzanne. Uh, since I did the introduction. Kegs <laughs> <laughs> FLP San Francisco. Not this one. Let's stop that. (laughs) Suzanne, Nina Simone, The Poets Playlist. Yes, that's also in the book. Suzanne takes you down to a place by the river. You can hear the boats go by you can spend the night forever and you know that she's half crazy and that's why you want to be there and she feeds you tea and oranges that come all the way from china 
just when you mean to tell her that you have no love to give her, she gets you on her wavelength and she lets the river answer that you've always been her lover. KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. This is the Friday Morning Frequencies. It is uh, just a little after 11 o'clock, and uh, I want you to hear this first. KXSF in the house with Mimi Tempest for another little bit, and, uh, but after that comes this. 
this, indeed. Drunk from his life work, absorbing the vast terrain of all recorded music, each week, Gage Kennedy expertly curates bespoke programs which lean rock, but reveal connections between genres, eras, continents, and cultures. Plus, he always includes long sections that sound like an old motor sputtering or ominous, crackly, metallic static. It's off the hook. Fridays, 1 to 4, on KXSF LP 102.5. Yes, indeed. Be sure you stay tuned for Gage. And uh, yes, yes. And I, I think he does have a special motor sound for you today. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm making that up. But I also want you to know that KXSF is underwritten by Amoeba Music with locations in Berkeley and San Francisco's Haight-Ashbury District and in Hollywood, California. Amoeba Music is a source for music, movies, and more. Amoeba Music can be found on the web at amoeba, that's A-M-O-E-B-A, dot com. And thank you, Amoeba Music, and thanks to all of our underwriters for their continued and ongoing support of 102.5 FM KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. And again, I'm happy and blessed and honored and just ecstatic to have me <laughs> Tempest in the house. An incredible poet. Um, um, an amazing author, and as we were talking about um, the a visual artist that incorporates so much of uh, visual imagery into the work, but also you have a sort of curatorial sideline now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the hyphens just keep on. The going hyphens and keep going. on piling up. It's a good thing. Yeah, I, I uh, this year I made my curatorial debut uh, with uh, an exhibition called "Whistling the Avant Garde," and it uh, it was a a celebration of poets slash artists like myself uh, in the Bay Area who uh, had something to say through their work. And I partnered with Small Press Traffic, and I uh, partnered with Good Mother Gallery, and we had this beautiful month long exhibition and it was it was gorgeous mm. i had a wonderful time well i i missed it i have to be honest and put right. that, but <laughs> but it was really i mean sort of the work that i saw in picture and kind of the stuff following on instagram um there was a whole there was the whole thing of confronting the avant-garde mm -hmm. the whole strike through text of yeah. whistling strike through the avant-garde yes. and you know really i mean you're you're in that really delicate position of holding both words like you know like like confronting and and decolonizing the language mm -hmm. and and addressing some of the sort of silences but at the same time you know utilizing you're it. you're 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 an amazing experimentalist <laughs> yeah. um talk about that dynamic and the the sort of those holding those two things at the same time yeah i mean i feel when it comes to understanding um the avant-garde especially from like a black femme or a poc perspective it's all about um striking it through but holding it simultaneously and in order to do so you have to redefine it mm -hmm. so we i mean i literally took the the notion of uh of avant-garde or it's it's initial meaning it's onward or forward mm -hmm. right uh, or being the advance guard and you just reposition yourself uh you know as, as uh, we are the forward movement yeah. it's not the other way around um and by by uh, centering that narrative and centering that uh, art, uh, I feel like we get to change 
whatever it is the initial definition of the avant-garde established itself so you can't necessarily eradicate uh, these notions but you can remix it however it feels best and that's what we did mm -hmm. uh, with this exhibition that's what i do and so so many artists like myself do as well yeah. Well, I I know you're, you've had this conversation about all of many hyphenate work <laughs> and the various roles, the various hats, the various jack of all trades kind yeah. of professions you you have now as an artist and a and a and a visionary really, um, and you know finishing the degree and and <laughs> finishing the dissertation, which I'm sure is a thing in the new book coming out, and again the the uh, delicacy of embracing spirals just yes. out on City Lights City Press. Lights. We're gonna prompt that up a little bit more. <laughs> Um, but, uh, do you, do you see yourself kind of moving more into that space as you kind of move forward into a, a curatorial and, and, uh, visual, visual place as well, like beyond just the literature? Yeah. I mean, I would never box myself in, into one, yeah. uh, uh, one mode of existence or creating. I do see or foresee myself, uh, moving into, um, Instead of an artist, I want to be the liaison of institutions and myself mm. or different uh, uh, groups or movements um, between myself and other artists of color. So I see myself being, yeah, like a liaison or a middleman to, to ensure that there is uh, a balance or a fairness across the board uh, as far as how artists are uh, negotiating, that's the word, that's my word today, mm. negotiating their presence within these institutions, because it is very hard as someone who, uh, I mean, I'm the only black woman in my entire department at Santa yeah. Cruz. Um, so it's very hard, and you have to have like a, a, a tough skin, and you have to have um, some, uh, a little bit of wisdom attached, and a little bit of diplomacy, and you've yeah. got to know how to do things, and when to do things, and my... Uh, goal or how I foresee myself as being the person that aids others into these spaces so that they can be themselves mm. within those spaces and not feel like they have to perform. So um, I do want to curate uh, not only in art, but curate in, in other capacities where mm. other people can come along and, and bring all their brilliance and all their genius to the forefront. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and again, speaking of curator i just want to again <laughs> since 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 we're coming around prop up that uh you're, you have curated and brought together an amazing uh group of poets and and uh, portals and visionaries mm -hmm. um for the saturday the 28th yes uh again medicine for nightmares bookstore 30364 right across from bami alley right. yeah the delicate uh, a, a celebration uh, of the delicacy of embracing spirals with a hollywood halloween pachanga uh, <laughs> is that what that is that's that what that says. you got a pachanga going on you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's a serious pachanga because we got darius simpson in the house yeah. who's been here before on the on the show shout out to darius shout out to darius and and toya groves hector son of hector Dr. Adelia Nzinga, our mm -hmm. Oakland Poet Laureate, yes. um, Soledad Concarne, Trung Tran, and of course, Josiah. Josiah. And, and, and shout out to Ton, too, for yeah. being, being the, the solid rock behind all of oh, yeah. Medicine for Nightmares as well. Absolutely. So that's Saturday the 28th, 7 p.m., in person, yes. all that, all that energy yes. mission going to blow up, oh, barely. Man. It, th this is going to be one for the books, y'all. The, <laughs> they're going to have to to call the cops. <laughs> good luck. You but know it's a good party. 
Gotta uh, shut it down. Exactly. <laughs> There's gonna be poetry flowing all over 24th Street. Watch out. But also Thursday the 19th, your 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 city lights, city lights bookstore yeah. um, celebration uh, in conversation with Trunk Trans. Yes, and and, and uh, I I want to say a big shout out to both Stacy Lewis and Garrett Caples over there mm-hmm. uh, at City Lights and Elaine Katzenberg and all the fascinating people, the history of City Lights uh, for making that possible. Uh, we we put so much work and time and energy into making sure that it flows as beautifully as possible, and I have faith that it's uh, that ever. It's gonna be magical. So, Wonderful. yeah, I, I called uh, the nineteenth the the, the the party, mm-hmm. and uh, the twenty eighth the after party. There you so go. It's gonna be a good time either way. You're gonna have a full week because also <laughs> the, the, on the twenty fifth you're doing an online reading. Oh in, yeah, through the Brooklyn Rail at the so. Brooklyn Rail. That's gonna yeah. be an online gig. That's at one o'clock. Uh, if you go to the the Brooklyn Rail uh, dot org, you'll mm-hmm. see all the event information there as well. Thank you for cool. for reminding me. So so and then you go to L A. and yeah. you know you 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 have a schedule. It's clear. Yeah. But but um. Where do people, so, you know, I doubt everybody's down there with their notepads, because who has notepads or their phones, (laughs) um, taking that down. Where do people go just on a quick, easy thing to find these events and to find your work? Most definitely. You can find me on Instagram uh, at Mimi.Tempest. That's M-I-M-I dot T-E-M-P-E-S-T-T. I'm also uh, pretty active on Twitter. That's uh, just Mimi Tempest. Mm-hmm. all together and then facebook i mean i don't interact too much on facebook i'll share things here and there but most of the information that i share about either my tours books curation music anything is mostly on instagram mm. yeah cool well i wonder if you we would honor us with another poem i yeah. Yeah. most definitely um and again if you have the book follow along because again the amazing as we were talking about just some of the visual um, stuff that happens in Mimi's work is pretty wonderful. Uh, This is untitled number four on why the black artist is never seen smiling. To uh, those unborn who dare to pick up the pen when you open your histories and look back on 2020 and ask where all our teeth went our answer is simple. It's not because love wasn't caressed into the seams in this current nightmare life silhouette. It's not because we failed to wake up every morning without you on our minds. It's not because we lived hell in a year, and a year exposed 400 years of a failed human experiment. It's not because we didn't stitch every word to fulfill your prophecy. It's not because every word stitched prior didn't help us walk in our own. It's not because you weren't envisioned to inherit the heaven that is already ordained with you. Our answer is simple. It's because our teeth were never here to begin with. Every utterance of this poem is a prayer in your name, and every prayer in your name is a possibility to fulfill a future that existed through the alchemy of our designated tongues. Our prayer is simple. May there be less dead leaves withering during your fall. May your mind and body know rest. May wisdom reverberate from your lungs like air. May the words sing in your ears like honey. May you create and fulfill your own glory. May the streets you walk with be clear and fully paved. May you make love and know it as the world's only gold. May each stanza bear themselves naked to you. May the chatter of their false ideations be heard as lull. May you try and fail and try again to succeed. May you succeed only on your own terms. May your pen write in the same cadence of your heart. May mother be behind your tongue. May your heart fill with no bounds. 
May the universe announce itself in your presence. May joy also and always whisper jewels from over your shoulder. May death be kinder to you than what she was to us. May your life experience no limits or frames or cages. May your lessons be learned hard and fast. May you forgive our mistakes and misunderstandings. May you pass your inheritance to the next generation. May time be your companion, not your cosmic overseer. And may every black body not be a dead man's sonnet. And may every tear shed on a black woman's cheek not be understood only as soliloquy. And may the laughter of a black child be heard as grace in haiku. And when your words find refuge on the page, write like the gods are the only ones reading your soul. Write as if you are revealing yourself as God too. Our answer is simple and you, brilliant one, were always the answer. Thank you so much, Mimi. Thank that you. was, um, again, the uh, untitled number four on why the black artist is never seen smiling from yeah. the incredible new book out on City Press, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals. Yeah. Mimi Tempest in the house. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. ah. I, I, you know, I, yeah, it was beautiful to hear the, the of course, all the the, the cadence and the, the beautiful way you read and, and to see you improvise as I was following along because like, I'm that book nerd who likes to read through and listen as I go um, yeah there's a bunch of improvisation in that one as well a little bit there's some new lines that I was like ah that's good that, that was good that new line <laughs> right like how'd you do that that's how'd you a, do that right <laughs> so does your does your work evolve like that in reading like do you do you kind of think oh you know I, I have something new I'm going to add into mm. there and that becomes the poem all the time yeah. it, it goes it's that it's that jazz foundation that hip hop foundation like it, I, you'll never hear the same poet read uh, same poem read the same time mm -hmm. that's the same way uh, yeah it's always sporadic it happens yeah. however it happens when it wants to happen nice yeah um I wonder maybe we should go on to some more music and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know the 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 inextricability of music and poetry mm. is is something that I I so appreciate and love. And um, do you want to tell us about is is it time for Lush Life now? Since I yeah. blew it that first time, it's a, yeah. Let's do let's do uh, Nancy, Nancy Wilson. Wilson. That's my that's my favorite. Oh, second, I would say ooh, it's between her and. Um, Kurt Elling as my favorite mm. uh, jazz vocalist, yeah. but I, I mean I'm gonna give it to Nancy because she's the OG. But I could li listen to Nancy Wilson all day. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean this song too. I mean such the standard everyone in the world. <laughs> I mean we you have you have so many amazing artists to choose from if you want to hear Billy Strayhorn's right, Lush Life. Right. But Nancy I, just ooh. yeah, nah, it's an amazing, <laughs> amazing version. I, I, I'm going to be the bit of the nerd that went back and looking. And, and what I didn't know about this song that I found out is that he wrote this as a teenager. Oh, my God. You know, he was sitting there working <laughs> in Woolworths, all right? Not, I mean, he was, he, you know, he was a struggling artist coming yeah. up, right? He was doing, and his thing, like so many, like so many artists, is to like find a discipline, and he would write a song a day. Oh, And yeah. this was one of those songs. And he put it away. He threw it I mean, he didn't throw it away. Put it in a book. And maybe six, seven years later, Brought something like out. that. He's like going through things with Ellington. 
Right? Uh, and he's like, hey, well, well, yeah, here, let me, let me, let me show you this one. That is so. See that if that's not a lesson to every artist, your brilliance will shine at any time. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could be sitting on gold, but it, it don't, it doesn't turn into gold until ten, twelve years later. And look at it now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that that's a good story. I needed to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, it seemed like such. I, I wondered if you did because such I an um, stray horn is so amazing, and <laughs> that song, of course, is a anyway. We talked enough about jazz that history. jazz history. <laughs> Let's hear Lancey Wilson, Wilson's version of Lush Life. KXSFLP yeah. San Francisco, 102.5 FM. That's a good story, Bob. I- used to visit all the very gay places Those come what may places Where one relaxes on the axis of the wheel of life To get the feel of life Of jazz and cocktails The boys I knew had sad and sullen gray faces With destined gay traces That used to be there You could see where they'd been away by too many through the day 12 o'clock days then you came along with your silent song to tempt me to madness I thought for a while that your poignant smile was tense with the sadness of a great love for me Ah yes I was wrong Again I was wrong Life is lonely again And only last year Everything Now life is awful again A trough full of hearts Could only be a A week A week in Paris Will ease the bite of it All I care is to smile You are still burning inside my brain. Romance is mush, stifling those who strive. I live a lush life in some small. the rest of those whose lives are lonely too. 
I am a poet. I am very fond of bananas. I am bananas. I am very fond of a poet. I am a poet. I am bananas. I am a poet. I am bananas. I am a poet. I am a poet. I am very fond of bananas. I am bananas. I am very fond of a poet. I am a poet of bananas. I am a poet. I am very fond a fond poet of I am I am. Very bananas, fond of. Am I bananas? Am I a very poet? Bananas of a poet. Am I fond? Am I very poet? Bananas, I am. I am fond of a very poet. Bananas, I am. I am fond of a very. I am a very. I am a bananas. Bananas. I am a poet. Am I bananas? I am a very fond bananas. Am I a poet? I am a very fond bananas. Am I a poet? Okay, we are back, and that was the amazing song chosen. The poet's playlist. The last two tracks, maybe not the last, ultimately, but definitely. <laughs> Definitely the last two tracks on this Friday Morning Frequencies, Poets Playlist, Mimi Tempest in the House. We heard, uh, didn't hear that one, but we heard the incredible um, Kurt Elling, uh, the, the track, The Uncertainty, The Uncertainty of Being a Poet, uh, The Uncertainty of the Poet. And yeah, we were talking before about practice and, and repetition and, you know, that thing about Billy Strayhorn doing the lush life as a, as a one day, pra you know, as a hour a day making his poem practice. So yeah, tell me about your practice. We got lush life in the background with Jerry Allen, incredible pianist, nice, her nice. version of this, mm. but uh, Dave Holland on bass as well. I think you said it earlier, Bob, it's a uh, obsession, right? That's mm. what makes someone or any artist or just anyone great. You have to be really obsessed about your, your discipline and your training. So my particular training looks like uh, getting up at six o'clock in the morning um, I'm usually out of bed by eight, uh, and I usually go hiking or walking mm. to get my blood going, to get my mind going. And then once I'm done with that walk, I come back and I work on something. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a poem. It could be uh, responding to uh, business emails, uh, or it, it looks like making a song. Then sometimes it looks like making a, a poem. But I, I find that getting up in the morning or working on my dissertation, uh, you know, reading a little bit of Wanda Coleman. Um, that's what my dissertation is on. Mm. So it's that obsession, that drive, um, that gets motivated uh, by waking up early and just starting off my day and working on whatever I got going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I took inspiration from your first choice, of course, Billy Strayhorn's Lush <laughs> yeah. Live, because, you know, there he was as a teenager working, on Willis, working at Woolworth, stealing a moment every day to make sure he got that one song done. Mm -hmm. Whatever that was, seven, eight years later, he's showing it to Billy, to uh, Duke Ellington, it becomes yeah. what, it, what it was. You know, to go back to uh, music, but also uh, being a child of hip hop, I, w I was also inspired by Kanye West. I mean, uh, yeah. before Kanye became Kanye, he worked uh, 
for three summers straight and made a song a day. Mm -hmm. That's how he became the producer that he is. So that concept kind of flows in and out of genres and just flows. I think it flows through every genius, really. Yeah. That obsessive, like, I got to, I got to, I, I cannot breathe if I don't. Mm -hmm. I often find that those are the people that I like to be around or the artists that I, that's what I look for in artists. Uh, when I want to work with someone or if I think someone's interesting, I'm like, are you obsessed with your craft, though? Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, I find that attractive about people. <laughs> that song a day, that beat a day, something. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that work ethic, that passion, yeah. that, that, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was actually the, when I, when I was making hip-hop, I used to teach during the day and make music at night. But um, when I taught in between my classes during recess and lunch, I had a notebook and I was always writing down rhymes. Oh, yeah. So that that that's part of the discipline too about doing it at any time, all the time. Like yeah. Word word to all the artists out there. Yeah. And you all are artists. Every yeah, last one of you. You are. You are. If you if you say you are, you are. Yeah. Just be it. Excellent. Maybe could you give us one last poem before we before we wrap up and, and play that uh, that uh, Canadian queer dance hall track? Yeah, <laughs> what was it? As, shout out to the poom 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 poetry. Poom poom poetry. Gav, get get yeah, Equinox and Gav. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk. Gav, right. Talk about that whole scene in a minute. This All is right. Mimi Tempest reading. Thank you. Uh, this uh, piece is called Untitled Five: Future of Free. Uh, liter uh, literary traditions as the house and witnessing the problems of the house in the straitjacket of the academy. This is a conversation with a fellow black and queer poet. My response in an email, because I've always been a rough and tumble kind of artist, the underground gave birth to me. I never felt like I had to contend with the preconceptions and standards of American poetry. I wonder how many of us are tired of tap dancing. Not that there isn't space and opportunity to honor those who have come before us or even attempt to reinvent the will. For me, though, there's always been an awareness of the house, but the attitude of artists that I came up with, they were shy and pretty black punks, <laughs> glamorous 3 a.m. derelicts, philosophical midnight queens spitting glitter and pure madness, dynasties of street rats whistling the avant-garde was... Always, I create the wave because I am the wave. We believed in our hearts that if you play well enough and long enough, they won't be able to help themselves. Eventually, they'll come and build the house around you, and because we understood the house as fiction, it was always best to play outside. I'm daring to oscillate between two dead literary genres. It's a, a meditation in the realms of obscurity. They anticipate a performance. I anticipate whether the audience can keep up. More fun and interesting things happen outside of the house. Mm, beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for, for sharing your work with us. For Thank you. For being in the world and writing and, and having that discipline and bringing your art and, and mind and thought and incisive, incisive um, analysis, really, as yeah. well as, <laughs> as putting that into beautiful, beautiful creations. Yeah, much appreciation, Bob. And please, to all of the um, listeners, feel free to grab your copy. 
the delicacy of embracing spirals uh, by myself, Mimi Tempest at City Lights. Uh, yeah, you could get it online. You could also just head to North Beach and grab your copy there as well. And, you know, be sure you, you hang out in the Mission District <laughs> yeah. uh, for that pachanga at Medicine for Nightmares. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween pachanga, the 28th Saturday. It's, uh, what, what is it, 7 to, 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 to whenever. So the carriage uh, turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> exactly. Also, October 19th yes. um, at City Lights in conversation, a celebration with the book for, yes. for you know, Good, good words uh, and good work on the part of City Lights mm-hmm. putting this out, and uh, and in conversation with Trung Tran yes. as well that that evening. Good seven times. o'clock. That's one at six p.m. at 6 City p.m. Lights, Excellent. and October twenty eighth is seven p.m. Excellent. Well, I you know as promised, maybe we should go into that little dance hall moment. I got- <laughs> You know, it's it's about eleven thirty three and maybe that is time for uh you know the incredible work of um of Pine, P Y N E, aka mm. Alana Stewart. She's from uh Ottawa, Canada, but I think originally from Jamaica, uh working with Equinox's Gavsberg, who's mm. this incredible kind of experimentalist dance hall reggae dude from from Kingston, Jamaica. And uh, yeah, Pine is also uh, in the band Banjay and the Queer Songbook Orchestra. And this is the the track uh, Pum Pum Poetry. Hey, hey here we go. <laughs> Get the party started right Woo-hoo! on a Friday. Come here, poom poom, put her in your contact. Pop shit from me, boom, boom, I call back, call her. Yeah. 
walk through the water and waves. 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 KXSF LP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, the Friday morning frequencies in the house till noon, then a radio random intervention, but uh, always, always stay tuned for Gage at one o'clock off the hook, you will go, one to four p.m., 
Indeed. I want to let you know as well as well. It's about 11.51 and uh, support for KXSF is provided by Babylon Burning, San Francisco's oldest screen printer. Babylon Burning is a San Francisco legacy business offering full service screen printing for your band or company. Located in San Francisco's Soma District at 939 Howard, Babylon Burning has served the Bay since 1976. More information is available on their website at babylont.com. That's B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, capital T-E-E, that T, babylont.com. Thank you, Babylon Burning, for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. And thanks again to our guest, the incredible poet and artist Mimi Tempest, who came through reading from a variety of places, from, uh, uh, but mostly from her new book, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals, just out a week or so ago on City Lights Press. Again, a couple of uh, events you can go check out. And one of them is uh, October 19th. It's here. October 19th is the official City Lights uh, release party. And uh, Mimi will be in conversation with Trung Tron uh, at 6 o'clock there on Columbus and Broadway City Lights, as well as the great Halloween and book release celebration Pachanga at the Medicine for Nightmares bookstore there uh, on 24th Street, right at Bami, yeah, between... Harrison and Folsom, roughly. You got to check that out. That's October 28th, 7 on an, a, an array, uh, a plethora, a uh, excess. No, not an excess at all. An incredible uh, congregation of poets uh, celebrating the delicacy of embracing spirals again. Um, that's October 28th at Medicine for Nightmares Bookstore. If you're looking for something to do tonight... As always, David Boyce is holding down there at the bookstore, 7 to 9 p.m. I believe it's a solo set uh, tonight. I'll have these words for you and some more new music before we go out at noon. Again, stay tuned for Gage, 1 o'clock. The KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Indeed. Time to throw out all those ratty t-shirts you've been living in for the last 16 months. Snag some new swag at the KXSF online store in partnership with Bonfire. Score shirts in a variety of colors and designs, including those from some of your favorite KXSF shows. Rep the best independent community radio station in the Bay. Go online now to kxsf.fm merch and shop till you drop. KXSF. LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Thanks for tuning in. This is new music from Rhiannon Giddens. An incredible release. Not this, but this.
Another story may go true. The commentary uncouth and full of cloudy grease. Doesn't matter what the crime. If indeed. KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. This has been the Friday Morning Frequencies. Again, thanks to our inaugural First Friday poet, Mimi Tempest, coming through her new release, uh, The Delicacy of Embracing Spirals, just out. 
on City Lights. And again, let me tell you what we heard quick before we go. Another Wasted Life. That was in memory of Khalif Browder, uh, dead from suicide after two years in solitary. Part of a project she's putting out to address solitary confinement. Before that, Michelle and Deggio Cello, new release, The Atlantics. And the father of Libyan reggae, Ibrahim Heshnawi, Only World, featuring Suzanne. And then, of course, we left with Pum Pum Poetry. It is 12. The Friday morning frequencies are out. This radio random intervention begins. Thanks for tuning in. KXSF LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM.